Hello, this is Parker. This is Manaya. Jazz. And this is Sips and Spoils. <laughs> okay, so this week we read The Haunting of the Hill House by Cheryl Jackson. <laughs> and boy, was it a story. <laughs> Swear. Uh, we need to start getting like suggestions uh, for books because this wasn't it. We made a horrible choice. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a second. Manaya, what was this drink you made? Wow. So this week we have a Brandy Alexander, which has brandy in it, creme de cacao, and heavy cream. And I did three ounces of brandy, two ounces of creme de cacao, Actually, I did three ounces of creme de cacao and two ounces of brandy because I measured it. And then about um, a cup, like one and one fourth cups of iced coffee and some cafe mocha creamer because we mm-hmm. put the brandy Alexander some iced coffee because that's just where we was at this week. <laughs> um, I don't believe she measured, but she says she did. I definitely measured it. But I'll take over it for it though. But I like it. How you like it? I like it. It kind of tastes like chocolate milk, <laughs> like adult chocolate milk. milk. Boozy chocolate mm. milk. Surprise! it didn't call for Kahlua. It didn't even call for iced coffee. <laughs> it didn't <laughs> call for anything. <laughs> I was like, you know what? This would taste good. Some coffee. <laughs> it's good though. But it ties into the book heavily because they drink a lot of brandy and a lot of coffee yeah. in the book. Like every other page they drinking brandy and asking for coffee i think that's mm-hmm. all they drink was just brandy coffee nobody said anything about water no <laughs> nothing just water. brandy coffee not an orange juice not a Uh-oh. nothing just brandy orange and coffee breakfast what is this give me some brandy with these waffles they were like we're having a hard time brandy <laughs> you know what would be good coffee like, wake up in the middle of the night you know what brandy <laughs> It's you like four o'clock in the morning. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so I put them both together, and we got our drink for this week. I rate this drink a ten out of ten. I like it. Honestly. I can't even taste the alcohol in it, so yeah. I know it's bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think I also rated it ten out of ten. I really like it. It fucking tastes like chocolate milk, and I'm here for it. When I made the test run, and I drank like half my cup, and I was like, "Oh no, it's <laughs> 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 gonna be a drunk week." This is the first time she had a test cup and it was like a full cup. Usually she'll get like a little saucer or something and taste it. She poured herself a full glass. I didn't measure that either. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> just emptying the bottles. Yeah. She's now on her like third cup. Excuse me. Second. I mean, I didn't even finish the full other one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I decided She's on to her wait. Unofficial third cup. Unofficial second cup. <laughs> Dang, don't do me. This is a safe uh, space monotony, so you can be an alcoholic here. <laughs> my cup is right there on the table. It's I don't see still it. still got drink in it. I don't see it. The blue one, right there. I feel like it's empty. You say that because the people check. can't see it, and it's right there. We don't see it. We the people <laughs> oh don't see it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I should take a picture. Don't do that. Because <laughs> now I'm going to be caught as a liar. <laughs> So we're talking a little bit more about this alcohol longer than usual because this this is gonna be a short episode. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> so, but uh, this is a really good drink. Are you sure you didn't steal this and rename it? Cause this tastes like something I would order at a bar. Honestly, 
you're not wrong. Maybe right. you could just go ask for Brandy Alexander. Because I don't think the coffee is that strong tasting. So it kind of just tastes like the cocktail. Next time we need to make our own cold brew or something and try that. Yeah. And that'll be a whole lot better. Yeah. Remember this recipe. Hmm? I have a cold Oh, she has thing. a picture. I have a picture. Mm-hmm. We can make it with some extra dark. <laughs> yeah, I still want creamer in mine. Sorry. I put coffee creamer. It's the Cafe Mocha coffee creamer. Yeah, but you talking about putting dark coffee in there. Yeah, so it tastes like coffee. It don't taste like coffee that much. I taste hella coffee. But I'm a lightweight. It honestly so. doesn't even taste that much of coffee. You're just wilding for no reason. No, no, no. You and guys are addicts. Still talking about the drink because of the book. <laughs> we got just, time. Jesus Christ. It's called Sips and Spoils, so we need to get the alcoholist due diligence. I, you I know, because we don't show the alcohol enough love. <laughs> this is probably going to be the first time we drink our full whole drink <laughs> before we even talk about the book for real. <laughs> like, yeah. So this this drink is giving me hints of co- uh, coffee bean. You know, mm. a little bit of oak. Mm. In the background, it's giving you some yeah. smokiness. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of smokiness. The brandy is from France. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would tell y'all what brandy it is, but they don't pay us. When I <laughs> breathe in, and I, I taste a little bit of New York. Mm. Yeah, mm. <laughs> just mm. a hint of New York. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure something was made in New York. Something. It's a very complex. Maybe drink. the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Very complex. I guess we'll get into the book now. I guess. We, can't, we can't keep avoiding it. <laughs> Next time we get a bad book, we doing two drinks so we can talk about it twice as long. I think we need to be transparent with the people. We've had a week to read this book. It's mm-hmm. only 240-something pages, mm-hmm. right? What is it, like 243 pages? Yeah. So today we sat here before we recorded this and had to listen to three hours of the book. The book is a seven hour listen. That means we were only about halfway through the book. Yeah. Today, after having over a week, actually, we have like two weeks. What is a week and a half? Despite this book being disappointing, I'm just happy to announce that I was not the only one who was nowhere near done. It was them two as well. So. You did set us back an hour. It did. You hour, did but thirty minutes. No, it was like relevant. no. Yeah, once we start like listening 50. to it on one I and a half mean, times the speed. Exactly. Okay. Y'all honestly, just nitpicking. Like, it shows what kind of book this was. If it, if I had trouble finishing it, because usually I'm done a day or two before we have to record, so I don't have to stress about it or anything. And I just was like pulling teeth to try and finish this damn book. I would say listen to it. I um kind of felt this book was bad because last week when I text you guys I was like how far y'all in the book <laughs> and I was like I just knew y'all were going to say y'all finished I was like I'm about three pages in I was like oh I didn't put it together at the time I thought y'all were just busy but yeah it was so hard and I started after her and then like the next day we were like on the same page <laughs> <laughs> and I tried so hard like alright you gotta read you gotta read and I just I was like confused half the time. I was annoyed. I was like, what is going on? This makes no sense. It is very confusing. The writing on this book was chaos. It really they was. They just jumped into scenes. There was no good transitions at all in this book. Sometimes they'll just be talking about something and then the chapter would be over before you understood what was happening. And then they wouldn't bring it back up. It would just be over. So Done. 
let's talk about this first part of this book. All right. So, the first chapter is like one of the longest chapters in the book. It's three long chapters out of nine. This first chapter was one of them. And the whole chapter is literally her driving down the road and daydreaming about owning different houses and going into detail. Well, no, at the beginning of the book, they kind of go into... They, that okay. was like five minutes of reading. It was. And it she's was, like, oh, here's And it my wasn't family. even five for it real. Wasn't, it was like barely that, a half a page and just explaining um, that Dr. What is Montague. His name? John Montague mm-hmm. had wanted to send out letters yeah. and everything so he can get people to come to Hill House mm-hmm. so that they can all like study the mystery stuff that goes on there, the events that take place and everything. They can document it. Yeah. And when he, he sent out eight letters. No, he sent out 12. A 12. Oh, 12. Yes, he yeah. sent out a dozen He, he had like a longer list. He was like, let me mark off the dead people because mm-hmm. he was going to read it. Then he narrowed it down to 12. The showboats. Then... He like was like... Mm-hmm. The people who are gonna do the most, and mm-hmm. the people who do believe, the people who don't believe, like he was just going down the list, like, yeah. And then only eight people wrote him back, and then only two shut up, <laughs> and four were supposed to come, yeah. But then they said they didn't really explain why they didn't come, they just said they made up excuses why they yeah. didn't come. So only two people from that list came, and then the third person was related to the person that owned the house, right? Yes, mm-hmm. he's gonna inherit the house, yeah, because, um. Uh, his, the person who currently owns the house said at least one of the family members had to be there. Yes. In the house with them. She was childish. Which I she gotta know. Because like the it said that Hill, the Hill House was up for sale or rent. Mm-hmm. So if he was renting it, why did he have to have someone who owned the house? There? It was for the specific thing. Like if he was just renting it, it would have been fine. But because he was renting it for like a psychological experiment, yeah. they wanted somebody who owned the house to be there. And really, I think his aunt was just trying to get rid of him because his aunt said he was a thief mm-hmm. and he'd be stealing her money. So I honestly think she was trying to get rid of him. And he was like, maybe if we just send him over there, you know, he might act right. She was like, maybe he could steal the, the utensils. Yeah. But, you know, what else? It's fine. Maybe he might steal those people's money. It's okay. <laughs> Got nothing to do with me. Um, and then the next chapter is where she's where she's it's a, focused on Eleanor. She's kind of a thief too. She stole. Okay, <laughs> she steals life. Oh, she but she did. Okay, first of all, I think we should discuss that there is Doctor Montague, the person who invited them all. Mm-hmm. Then there's Luke, the person who is related to the owner of the house, mm-hmm. who's going to inherit the house. Uh huh. And then there's Eleanor in the stories, basically, in her point of view. Mm-hmm. And then there's Theodora, mm-hmm. and she's the other girl who showed up because um, she basically showed that she has some sort of psychological, like, powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she could read minds kind of situation. They never go back into that, but it's fine. Honestly, yeah. it's I don't fine. understand why the book was in um, Eleanor's point of view if anything it really should have been in Dr. Montague's point of view because he was the one who initiated all of this I agree but I don't think the book would have been as chaotic yes. <laughs> without right. being in Eleanor's right. point of view because I what? feel like if we understood what was going on it would make sense why Eleanor yeah. why went through her point of view but I, this book was annoying to read or listen to uh, <laughs> I hated it, but <laughs> maybe she's just crazy because 
it maybe might have started out when she was younger when the fucking rocks started falling on her yeah, house. Her, yeah, their dad died, right? It was her, her sister, her mom, and rocks started pummeling. Pum, what is English? <laughs> <laughs> it started falling down on her house. Yeah. Yes, and then the mom moved them out. Yeah. But then the mom was like, how she tried to explain it to the little kids. It was like, oh, it's just because the neighbors hate us. Yeah. And I was like, I don't think that's it, but okay. Mm-hmm. But they never figured out if it was her or her sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they moved that girl's. It stopped. They moved them back, and I guess it never started again. But then they ended up moving out the house. Yeah. See, this was like her first time leaving out of town. Or basically anywhere right because she was like she took care of her mom for x amount of years and she like never really years. left the house 11 yeah yeah so and how old was she because she lied about her age at some 32. Point 32 32 yes okay so it it makes sense why she was like so in awe when she was driving out she's like i'm free i'm finally out here <laughs> We outside, y'all. I can make up whatever <laughs> life I want to live. I can live in that house, and I can have this, and I can live in this house, and I can do that, and I can have trees. It was, that was doing too much with her fantasizing about being outside. Yeah. Like, it was a whole scene about her taking care of the outside of some house you saw in the background. Like Yeah, and, okay. have, and dusting, dusting the cats. What is it, like lions? Yeah, it was like yeah. stone lions outside the house. She was like, first I'm gonna wipe the face down, then I'm gonna wipe down the mane, and then I'm like, Girl. and on this day I'm gonna do this, and on that day I'm gonna do this. <laughs> and then, away from her family. and then it was when she saw the Orleanders, and it was, oh, this is magic. I bet if I cross across the gate, then it's gonna be a castle, and I can move in the castle and break the spell, and then a the prince will come, and then it's like, Doing yeah, too girl, Doing sure. Too much. And then she in the cafe, and this little girl with the cup with the stars in the bottom and she's like girl don't let them tell you you need to drink milk without the cup with the stars this is what these uh these covid babies gonna be like because they they don't leave the house (laughs) they're gonna be shot just like her they're gonna be outside like i gotta drink my milk out of what (laughs) (laughs) a glass cup with no stars in the bottom and then the thing was the doctor putting it um in the letter he was like just come straight here. Don't <laughs> stop in town. Don't talk to nobody about the house or anything. And here she go. I'm going to go stop for coffee just because no reason. And then she's like, I'm not going to ask about the house. But then she's like, y'all got any houses in the hills? Yeah. Like, girl, they like, nope. You ain't not. got no creepy abandoned houses you want to talk nope. about? Nope. You sure? Good luck, girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> She done like, made the man. He was joining his food. He had to get up and leave because she was just on some tomfoolery. <laughs> she was just acting crazy from the beginning of the book. Yeah. And then she was like, the reason why she stopped for coffee, she's like, I'm just going to stop here because I don't want to arrive too early. But I'm like, it never said like a time. It mm-hmm. only said a date. So how do you even know if you're arriving early? You could be arriving late. I think she was just like, she didn't want her journey to the house to yeah. end too early. Because it a while away. Yeah. yeah, and she, you know, don't go outside. She just mm-hmm. live with her sister and her stupid brother-in-law and they stupid kid or doing stuff she, for her. She didn't steal the car technically because her and her sister paid half for it. So it really was car. hers too. Well, her sister and her stupid um, baby daddy was like, we don't just feel comfortable with you taking our car. And she's like, I it's mean, half my car. And they're like, no. Nah. I mean, like, at first I was her? like, 
how dare they? But then we say she was like driving. I was like, I get it. <laughs> I wouldn't want her to drive my car either. Makes sense. Like she and her ass gonna end up getting lost or killing somebody mm-hmm. or something. You know what? Because for her, you be feeling bad for her because of the way her sister te- um, treat her. Because her brother in law is just like, you don't need to be going to stay with no man. And she like, you can't take the car while we while we on vacation. Because what if we get sick while we on vacation? She like, girl, you can't take your old car to the mountains. <laughs> So they weren't even going to use the car. So really, they were just trying to be no, assholes. Yeah, they was just saying they was going to use the car to get to her. I mean. But then I was also confused because when she go to get the car and she run into that old lady and knocks his dinner on the ground. And she trying to give her money. And the lady's like, I can't possibly take your money. What was wrong with that lady? That was so weird. Mm-hmm. And she paid for her cab. And she's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'll tell you when we get going. Girl, who are you hiding from? Right. When that when she bumped into that lady, I was like, that that bitch a ghost. <laughs> no, honestly, or she was like psychic or something, because she was like, I'll be yeah. praying for you. Yeah. Why? What but what's, see, what's um, going on? Did she run into her when she was outside the house though, or no? She was walking to a garage to get. They apparently parked the car at like a some form of parking garage. Oh, okay. She had to drive to or take a cab to go get the car. Mm-hmm. Which that was weird. That lady was. Uh, it was like the sixties, though. I don't know. Unless they live like where it's in the city where there's no parking out front, they have to park in like a garage or something like around the corner. Ooh. Some places are like that, especially if you're in yeah. downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they never do. They even say where they live. No. It never says the state, right? No. Mm-hmm. But that lady was that old lady was stressed out about that damn sandwich. She was like, first of all, they took all the pizza slices. <laughs> they took all the good bread. They gave me end bread and some old turkey slices. And then here you come knocking my last meal out of my fucking hand. Right. And she's like, but at least I got this. And what was it, like cheesecake? Yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I thought they was going to bring the lady back up. I mean, what? but like, I don't know. What was funny was she didn't want to take her money. But she took money for the cab ride. She's like, just a few dollars will be fine. <laughs> what kind of get, where it are you going? It was so weird. Like, it didn't make any sense. That whole... That whole yeah. encounter. Yeah. So, but some, there's a lot of stuff in this book that just yeah. doesn't make sense. It's just a whole bunch of random stuff like that. Because I really did thought that old lady was going to come back into the story later. That yeah. was the last time like, I ever physically. saw her. Like, what the fuck was that about? It was weird. And so, then she... Start after she leaves the little diner where she got coffee or whatever, then she goes to the whole house mm-hmm. and she meets the what's his name? The, um, um, Dudley, Dudley, Mr. Dudley, Mr. Dudley. No, it's Mr. Dudley and Mrs. Dudley. Just he was fucking rude. <laughs> he was like, What are you doing here? Let me show you. What you doing here? I'm expecting you can't be expecting, girl. Ain't nobody else here except for me, and I don't know you, right. What's your name? Where you came from? Who sent for you? (laughs) Show me your ID. (laughs) And finally she got fed up. She was like, I'm expected here. And he was like, okay, girl, don't get your panties in a bunch, but really go home because that's not what you want. You definitely don't want to be here. here. I feel like that's why he was angry. I don't think he really cared. Yeah. I think he just didn't want nobody to get hurt because they've been watching that house for, what he say, like 20 some years or something like that. So taking care of the house he knows something going on yeah i think he was just being mean because he wanted her to go home because finally he outright said go mm-hmm. home Mm-hmm. 
It is. I mean, he gave her a warning. She should have took that warning and be like, right, I'm going to go home then. It they is. got multiple warnings. When that man wrote the letter and said, don't talk to nobody about the house, that would have been enough warning for me. And then when she pulled up to the house and her brain literally said, run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said she looked at the house and it just looked evil. And I'm like, all right, that should have been a whole red flag. Go home. Right. Yep. If I pull up to a hotel to check in... And it looked like it got roaches. I'm gonna go turn around and go home. Period. Or find another hotel. Honestly. And she was like, uh, no. I came all the way here and Mr. Dully is gonna laugh at me if I turn around. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Enters Mrs. Dudley. Pride. <laughs> that damn pride. J. Cole did say pride is the devil. It is. And I she- wanted to say that, but I didn't know how many of our audiences would be. Yeah. Anyway, but I. <laughs> Mrs. Dully welcomes her. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barely. It's really not even a welcome. She doesn't say, like, hi, or you would have. She goes right into what the rules, I guess, not rules, but right into what she's going to be doing. Yes. At what time? Like. Dinner will be ready at six. Sharp. <laughs> It'll be at the sideboard. I leave before dark. And she just repeats herself. Yeah, and she's like, that is what I agreed upon. She's yes. like, I won't keep the rooms how you like it. I don't have help. And this is what I agreed upon. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, ma'am. All right, chill. <laughs> yeah, she said, this is what I agreed upon. And these are the times I'm going to do the things that I agree <laughs> upon. Right. She Period. Said, don't, there's no one around. So there's no one to come and help you. She said, don't call out because I won't hear you. If you scream at night, no one will help you. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, all right. If you get hurt, no one will come for you. Yes. Especially not... At night, especially not me, especially nobody in the town, nobody. And so it was like we live the closest to this house, and we are about six miles out. So once we gone, you you by yourself. I would have left honestly. And she said, "I'm leaving before dark I every like, day." Excuse me, is there any hotels or hostels around here I can check into? Because <laughs> I would not stay. Can there. I come stay at your house? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I don't think I would want to stay at her house the way she was acting though. But. And the way she repeated it to everybody who walked in the house, the she same exact down. thing. Multiple times. she would, If they try to interrupt her, she like started over. <laughs> it, was, it was just horrible. And also, Dr. Montague is not even there to greet her yeah. at first. Why is he not there first? That's what I'm saying. You would think that he would have arrived there either the night before or the day, like that very morning, crack acid on. To invite all of his guests that he wanted to come over and he wasn't even there. They but don't he, even explain why he wasn't there. Maybe he went to go get Luke because they came together. Oh, That's maybe. True. But honestly, then they should have got up fucking earlier because she was the first honestly, one. Honestly, they should have got there earlier. Yeah. Luke should have caught a cab. Maybe she should have took longer to get there. Honestly, <laughs> she should have took a couple more hours. But Theodore got there like a few minutes after her. That is true. They started like talking and everything. Like, they were all buddy-buddy and everything. The real chaos here is when she got to her room and she was like, why these walls don't have no right angles? And one <laughs> of them is longer than the other. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. Also, all the rooms are different colors. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, the blue what room, is going on? The green on? room, the yellow room, and the pink room. Pink room. room. Mm-hmm. Like, what was going on when you guys decided to paint? And why are they all different colors? And then they gave the girls the blue room and the green room. And they gave the guys the yellow room and the pink room. That made no sense. I'm like, why would you do that? That's more of your guys' color than the pink and the yellow would be more of their colors. Luke was real hot about having a pink room. He wasn't feeling it. So, what's her name? Theodora? 
Theodora. Um, her the Theodora one. gets acquainted. I don't remember the girl's name. She want to be her Eleanor. Eleanor. Nelly. Eleanor. Falls in love. Essentially, that's what it felt like to me. Oh, <laughs> and it's like it's like isn't it like dark outside at this yeah. point? Because um, Theodora's like, let's go outside. I think it. I don't think it's dark yet because dinner is at six. Oh yeah, they gotta be in there for six. six. Period. Oh yeah, and uh, C was still at the house. Um, Mrs. Dudley was still yeah. at the house. So yeah, that shit was funny. She, they was like, um, I'm just gonna crack this door open with this pot here, <laughs> and then Miss Dudley was like, Nope, <laughs> let me move this back to where it's supposed to be. <laughs> and it's like the door was heavy. Was like, and Theodore is like, Let's go outside. And Eleanor is like, Okay, we shouldn't wander too far. It's getting dark. <laughs> and they're like, Miss Dudley, we're going outside. <laughs> Eleanor is like, Okay, but not too far outside, Miss mm-hmm. Dudley. Yeah. <laughs> so they go on the adventure around a property or whatever. To like a little field, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little, little riverbank or something. And then they just see something dark, but they don't see it really. They just feel like they're going to get God. And then Theodore's like, it was a rabbit. I saw it. And I was like, see, lie. Rabbits aren't very imposing. <laughs> like, they're not big. I, think, I feel like I you think, would know. I think she just made up something so she wouldn't be creeped out she did. about it. Yeah. Because she was like, no, I saw it. It was a rabbit. Mm-hmm. And Eleanor was like, that was no damn rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a rabbit. Yeah. But then they get back to the house after being out there shook. Mm-hmm. And Luke and Dr. Montague are coming in, right? Yeah, so then they all go get acquainted and then, you know, have dinner because it's at sick and it's getting dark. Period. And Miss mm-hmm. Dudley gotta go. <laughs> she mm-hmm. is staying after fucking dark. Not happening. Dinner is at six. <laughs> the dinner will be in the side table in the warming oven. Clean your own dishes. Mm-hmm. Not even. She said, leave it. She'll get it in the morning <laughs> because the dishes belong in a specific place. And if they're not in a specific place, then all hell is breaking loose. Mm-hmm. She might have been on to something and we will never know. Honestly. Because she said, I clear at 10, period. <laughs> Honestly, the house gets mad if we don't put things in the right space. So the plates go in the cupboard. Okay. So. And the cups go on the shelf. <laughs> So they all sit down for dinner because it's six. Yes. They just start. This book just has a bunch of weird stuff in it. So they just start making up characters and shit for no reason. Yeah. Once like, oh, I'm a bull wrestler from Spain or some shit like that. Um, The doctor is like, what did he say he was? He said he was something. Luke said that he was, that he lived somewhere Mm -hmm. and that he liked to bother women. Yeah. He was like, nah, I'm married. <laughs> and then Eleanor said she was a fucking artist model. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh huh. What did um, Theodora said? What did Theodora say? That she was like a princess or something. Somewhere? Yes, that's right. Because she was like, she had to get out of there because of her husband. And I just want to point out that none of this is relevant to the story at all. <laughs> <laughs> And they spent like a good half a chapter on this but part. I think it goes good in, with their personalities because they all just kind of like picked it up and like ran with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really shows the chaoticism that is every single last one of their minds because what? They gave me a migraine. They was in there it. sitting on the floor, lying, <laughs> drinking brandy. <laughs> so they get acquainted. I think they're like 
they start asking the doctor questions and they were like so what are we doing here because he never mentioned in a letter why he wanted them there he just like invited them or something. he wasn't specific he didn't he wasn't specific about why he wanted yeah. them there and he's being all vague like said, I'll tell you in the morning tomorrow about- everything was tomorrow tomorrow yeah. we'll learn the house tomorrow yeah. we'll do this tomorrow we'll open the doors <laughs> tomorrow everything was tomorrow mm-hmm. Because he knew he must have knew too, because it was getting dark. Yeah. But nothing really happened in the first night. It was no. very quiet. Nothing happened until the next night. Yeah. But Eleanor slept well. She mm-hmm. said it was great. And he kinda explained that too. He was like, Um, I don't wanna spook you guys out, so I'm just gonna tell you in the morning because people tend to don't make it out at nighttime. Which <laughs> yeah. would have been my cure to he say that. Exactly. So But then he also said the first night was gonna be quiet because these things tend to take time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they they basically force him to tell them the story mm-hmm. of Hill House. Yeah, and then they go in the story of the ownership. I kind of fell asleep multiple times on so this part. I had to keep rewinding it, but the gist of it I got was some lady owned the house. She hired like an assistant or whatever. The lady died. She tried to give the assistance the house. No. Oh, no. Okay. No. <laughs> okay, no. Well, kind of. Yeah, Somebody, because okay, the sister someone. wanted the house. But you got to say that this guy built the house. Hugh Crane. Uh-huh. He built the house for his wife and kids. Oh, okay. And while they were coming, his wife died in the driveway mm. on the day they was moving in. And so it was just him and his two daughters. Mm-hmm. And then he got a new wife who mm-hmm. died. And he got a new new wife. Both she died too. Who died? Oh lord! Of oh, consumption in Europe. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "I'm staying in Europe." Then, and then he died. And then his daughters lived with like a family uh, member, a aunt, or something lived like with that. Their cousins on their mom's side. Okay, until they were old enough to go back to the house. Mm-hmm. And then the oldest sister moved in the house because the youngest sister got married word on the street is she got married to her older sister boo but i don't know if theodora made that up or not or if the townspeople made that up or not yeah so that's a little iffy so she might have still yeah. saw her sister's man but maybe not yeah and then the older sister got a girl from the town to move in with her and everybody was like mm, this mm-hmm. is scandalous <laughs> she left everything in the house to the girl mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the sister, the youngest sister, was like, oh, the house is supposed to be mine. The stuff in the house is supposed to be mine. And the, the older sister, before she died, was like, nah. You wouldn't get none of this. Yeah. And uh, then they go through, like, court battles and shit over ownership of the house. Yeah, after the older sister died, yeah. the they never said the girl's name who was living in the house with the little yeah. sister. But then, yeah, they went to court because the younger sister was like, all right, my older sister's dead. It belongs to me now. Yeah. But in reality, went to she left the house to the girl that moved in with her. Yeah. And the city started going against her, too. Yeah. Because they was on the side of the sister. Yeah. She committed suicide, right? Yeah, because she kept saying people was breaking in to the house yeah. and stealing. But mm-hmm. then she said she didn't know what they stole. But then it was like, everybody was just kind of being mean to her. Mm-hmm. And then I think... Yeah, she just killed herself in the library. Yeah. And then the house didn't even go to the sister in the end. It went to the Sanderson's family. Yeah. Which is how Luke's family got in possession of the house. And who even was this? Was it the lady who died? Who was the Sanderson family? Were they just taking care of the house? Maybe. Maybe they were related to the girl who originally got the house. 
Yeah. The companion that was living in there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was her family or something, and then Mm -hmm. it went to her. It explains it, y'all. It really do explain who the Sanderson family is, but honestly, um... Yeah. This book... (laughs) This book went in all types of directions for no reason, and... I got tired of going back, rewinding it, trying to figure out what the hell they were talking about, so I was like... I just loosely listened to it, honestly. Yeah, it was just how it was laid out was really confusing. But yeah. And it was kind of boring. It's boring. I fell asleep on the first chapter. Because it's a lot of nothing. It's a lot of like, oh, uh, it's a lot of Eleanor yeah. using her imagination. Like when she told Theodora that she had her own apartment and then there was little tigers and or lions in front of her mm-hmm. fireplace and she had a cup of stars and she got white curtains that took her months to figure like figure out which one and she wanted. This damn cup of stars. Didn't they little girl? Yeah, she lied about everything. Had a That's cup of she and she said she got a white cat. The white cat came from she in one of those places she's made up in her brain she had mm-hmm. a white cat and the lions came from that house that she passed <laughs> everything she lied about everything she's a psychological yeah. so she's just crazy yeah and y'all wonder why her sister didn't want her to take her car baby they should have went into depth about why her sister didn't want her to take i feel her like car. she made up the story about her mom her taking care of the mom i think the mom was taking care of her <laughs> honestly but then she said her mom used to bang oh, her mom used to bang on the walls and call for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know what's true and what's not at this point in just her no. mind. But um they get to the first night with nothing happening. Yeah. They woke up, she said she had a good night's sleep. Somehow every her and Theodora had the same dream about the lady who lived there. Yeah. They talk about it. They go eat breakfast. At what time? What time is nine? Nine. Breakfast is at nine. Sharp. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sharp. Because she clears at ten. You only got a fucking hour, so you need to hurry up. Because <laughs> the plates need to go in the cupboard, and the cups need to go on the shelf. Exactly. That's where they belong. That is where they belong. <laughs> that is how the house likes it. <laughs> she, she really was like everything. And I was like, well, do the plates and cups belong to the house? And she was like, the plates belong on the cupboard. <laughs> like, in all honesty, yeah. Mrs. Dudley is like my favorite She's the best character. part of the whole book. The whole book. She was like, she God was damn it, I explained this three times already. Please go in the cupboard. She was so tired of telling them. And so wasn't tired. like picking on her, asking those questions for no reason. Yes, and they like kept talking to her and asking her things and be like, oh, Miss Dudley, it's so good to see you. She'd be like, I clear at 10. Get out. Lunch will be clear. ready at 1. I clear lunch at 2. You remember, you remember at, uh, was it at the dinner or breakfast they was asking they was like why is she still here is she trying to kill off everyone who owns this house so they can own it yes. I'm like don't nobody want this dusty ass house right. <laughs> she don't even want to be there after dark friend exactly she like, don't even want it. they don't even want to be there they just get paid to take care of the house <laughs> only in the daytime though and then they go after they eat right mm-hmm. and then they start going through the house and opening all the doors and finding out all the rooms <laughs> and opening all the windows and all the blinds for Miss Dudley to close all of that shit back <laughs> Okay, other things happened before that, but that was like so good. Nope, nope. They come back and all the doors are closed, all the blinds are closed, all the windows are everything is closed. <laughs> everything. I feel like that could have been a good part of the story with that where Mrs. Dudley was like, "I ain't do that." 
And it was like, no. I but, wanted them to ask so bad. Yeah. But also, I think we didn't mention, when they go down for breakfast, and they left the door open for them in the kitchen so they could come eat. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they, like, they got lost because the house is very confusing. Mm-hmm. And the door closes as they start calling for them so they can figure out where they're at. The door just closes. It was another scene, like, that was later on the night. But she, um, when uh, Eleanor laid down, she was like, did I leave that door cracked open? <laughs> it was like the door was not how she left it yeah. or something like that. But that's a little bit later. But anyway, my bad. They toured the house so they uh, cut understand the layout of it mm-hmm. because everyone keeps getting lost mm-hmm. there's just so many doors yeah so yeah, many doors really it's a big ass house uh, so they all split up kind of and um the two women was with the doctor right they were all together but then okay. once they get to one room because all of the outside rooms lead to the veranda because the mm-hmm. veranda goes around the whole house yeah so they got to that room with the weird statue right mm-hmm. and it's the library no, it was the room with the weird statue. <laughs> <laughs> and after Theodora dances with it, the statue mm-hmm. in her head, they're like, oh, this door leads out to the veranda. And then her and uh, Nellie go running around it and end up in the kitchen. And then they realize the kitchen got three doors leading out to the veranda <laughs> and like a door leading out to the stairs and the door leading out here. And they're like, oh my God, Mrs. Dudley has so many exits mm-hmm. to get the hell up out of here if she needs to. <laughs> she really does. And like, they was like, did Mr. Dudley build some of these doors? Like, why are there so many doors? I mean, you always gotta have an exit plan, man, just in case the house comes alive and tries to eat you whole. Cause that was before they went up, that was before they went up to the library. And they were all confused because you could see the front door from one too many rooms in the house. Mm-hmm. And it don't make sense to them. Yeah. And she was like, I can't see this from my room. I'm supposed to see whatever. It's like something outside a window or something. The library like, yeah. is in a tower. Yeah. And the tower is in the front of the house. Yeah. But their rooms are in the front of the house and they can't see the tower from their rooms. And the doctor is like, finally, you get it. This house was built on purpose. Uh, this house was purposely built to be confusing uh, by the original owner, the yeah. one who had eight wives who <laughs> all somehow died. Hugh. But uh it was supposed to be like the Winchester house. Yeah. Kinda. Except for less confusing than yeah. the Winchester house. <laughs> so he was like, Yeah, there's no room that's like square, completely square or some yeah. shit like that. There's no like ninety degree angles. Mm-hmm. Everything is slightly tilted or off level. Yeah. So the stairs were off level. Yeah. He was excited about that. It's very weird. Yeah. Because they said that their rooms, instead of being directly in front of the front of the house, was like 15 feet mm-hmm. to the right of where they thought they were. Yeah. 15 whole feet. <laughs> this man was happy. He was like, yeah, this is a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, calm down, dude. <laughs> this is what this is probably would dis- be disorienting people in here. Uh, so what happened after that? Because I forget. <laughs> after they stopped exploring, I think that was the time where the doctor went to go write in notes. And then they yeah. kind of went separate. And then the girls had went to one room and just were like, Theodore was painting her nails. Eleanor was trying to sleep in the bed. Yeah. They were both like sharing a bed, just in each other's company. Oh, yeah. She called um, Eleanor into her room and was like trying to paint her fingers yeah. or her toes red or something. Yeah. I don't think anybody th- anything really happened. 
Mm-hmm. After that, yeah, basically dinner and then. Mm-hmm. What time was dinner? <laughs> six p.m. <laughs> on the dot. Okay. Friends. She said six sharp. I was just making sure when it's six thirty, it was six. PM. Wasn't Shut that the night? And one of them was like, should we clean the dishes? And they was like, no, do not go anywhere by yourself. Don't like, go anywhere listen, by yourself. You you go because somewhere by yourself, you fucking die. Mrs. Dudley would have knocked down some doors and they would have put them dishes up. Baby. And they was like, how would we know where to put the dishes? Because the, the plates belong in the cupboard in the cups belong can you, on the fucking shelf can you imagine if they uh, try to wash those dishes and put them up and in the morning they just hear her screaming downstairs <laughs> that would have been so funny though the real joke is here in the morning they probably would have woke up to all the dishes on the floor cause the house would have been like nah you guys got this fucked up how it goes. that's not where that's not where the utensils go at all friends listen very specific place put them in the right place and I won't get angry <laughs> But I don't know. I feel like something else happened. But like, who knows and who cares? I think honestly, this was like, whatever. the first night there, something happened. It wasn't anything major. It was just cold chills mm-hmm. that were coming out of this room. It was the nursery. Oh, mm-hmm. they did go to the nursery when it was going around the house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was cold in one spot. Mm-hmm. And it was only that spot where it was cold, where the temperature just completely dropped out of right. nowhere. Um, but I don't think anything like. Happened, happened. It was just a temperature drop. Yeah, not until night. And this is the night they went to sleep. And the banging started. Yes, mm-hmm. the banging on the doors that looked sounded like someone was just continuously banging on the door to get in. Banging like a kettle. Yeah. Against the doors, and Theodore, Theodore, Theodore and Eleanor, in the room talking about some bang, 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 bang. <laughs> 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 I think they were done. Was there, second night done. Was wow. there any mission of drug use or was that just the brandy? <laughs> Somebody's banging on the door, baby. Something. And then they, they tried calling Luke and the doctor. Yeah, but then they could hear them like downstairs somewhere. Mm-hmm. But apparently they was outside chasing a dog. That they said that was in the house. Yeah, well, they said they heard sounds too, right? No, they never heard the banging. They saw a dog. Well, the, oh, I thought Dr. they Monty said they heard dog. sounds and that's why they... Went downstairs. It was a doll. No, it was a doll ran across the room and they were like, well, was the door open? You were like, no, the doors were all closed. And they saw a dog or something run across the room. And they just spent two hours chasing this dog. It was that damn rabbit from earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, there's banging on the doors. And then they said by the time it got to their room, it was like at the top of the door where like mm-hmm. people can't even reach. Yeah. And Eleanor decided that she wanted to go screaming at the ghost <laughs> and piss them off. They start banging harder and giggling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they started like oh. rattling on the door trying to get it open, and it sounded like it was coming off of its hinges. It just and they were just like whatever. Yeah, and then finally the doctor and Luke come back, and they're like, "It was banging," and they was like, "No, nah, we didn't hear none of that." <laughs> like I think you're just you were just dreaming it because none of that happened. They was legit like, "Oh, nothing happened except for I don't know some banging on the doors." It was fine though. <laughs> It's okay. And they were like, oh, really? We were chasing a dog. That's crazy. Normal, normal night things. And then Dr. Montague goes, "Uh, maybe they were trying to separate us. So maybe Mm -hmm. next time (laughs) we won't leave each other. (laughs) Just try to stay together. That feels like a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. And doesn't Luke bring out like, well, I'm up. So let's all have Randy. 
one thing Luke gonna do is bring out the brandy friends. Hey Amen. He, he got he brought steal. it in his suitcase. He can't steal. He gonna drink. Period. One or the other. Maybe he drinks so he doesn't steal. <laughs> Wait, what was he gonna steal though? Like Honestly. the silverware. I mean, I, mean, I, don't think he I think he considered it. it. The house had it has some nice silverware. Just saying. Yeah, but if it wasn't in the cover <laughs> with the dishes, the house would get mad. That house wouldn't let him leave. Like you better put that goddamn fort back, sir. Exactly. <laughs> But then they just go to sleep late. Nobody yeah. cares. Like everybody's so unfazed by all the time foolery that happens. <laughs> they went back to sleep. And honestly, I don't remember anything else that happened after okay. that. <laughs> after they go back after they go back to sleep, the next morning they have breakfast usual. Mm-hmm. I think that was the morning where they were in the breakfast room at the table still after ten. Mm-hmm. And Miss Dudley comes oh, in. Yes. She's like, I clear at ten. And doctor was like, okay, well, we'll let you clear up. Just give us like 15 minutes just to finish up our conversation. And she's like, no, I clear at 10. I set lunch at one. <laughs> like I got to clear. And he was about to tell, he was about to tell her about herself. Luke is rolling mm-hmm. because Ms. Dudley say before she make any other meals, the plate's got to go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Everything needs to go back to his home location before she make another meal and lay out anything. <laughs> and everything has to be on time. And that's just the, what I agree to. And this isn't this the day we also find out that Mrs. Montague is coming? Oh, yeah. He did announce that Saturday that she would be coming. They're all like, well, when's Saturday? Like, <laughs> you guys have only been there for two days and you lost what? track of time and everything. And they were like, oh, we have we don't have a way to talk to the outside world. And he was like, yeah, we do. My wife is coming. What y'all talking about? Like, it's fine. <laughs> and they're like, oh, when your wife coming on Saturday? And they're like, maybe we should pile up rocks. A rock a day. So we know how many days we've spent here. <laughs> like, it's really only been a day and a half by mm-hmm. now. Like, not even a whole full two days. Yo, it's like three hots in a cot later. Yeah, like you guys are just, <laughs> just walling out for no reason. Oh, it was the house getting to them. Yeah, I think they go back to the parlor and they're just kind of like hanging around there. They spend a lot of time in the parlor, just hanging around, drinking brandy. Oh, but this is the part where they like. I think we should have more coffee. And they're like, "You want us to go ask Miss Dudley for coffee?" And it's not. <laughs> it's not nine or two or one. Like it's not six. Like no. you want us to ask her for coffee? <laughs> so Luke goes by himself, which he's not supposed to do, to go ask Miss Dudley for coffee, and he comes back shook, shook. Mm-hmm. What a match in his hand. A match. I don't know why a match. Did he just have matches in his pocket? He was about to burn so. that bitch down. I mean, if he drink brandy and. Uh, still, I'm pretty sure he smokes cigarettes. <laughs> it just makes sense. It just makes sense. <laughs> he smokes something. So, oh my God. But, uh, so yeah, so he, he does come back. But what's funny is the first thing out of his mouth before he says anything, he's like, she said no, by the way. <laughs> the coffee. He was like, hell no. Um, and then she, and then he was like, did he tell them what, or just said to come follow He just follow told me. them they could follow him into the hallway. Yes, and that's what they saw it. Hugely across one of the walls and like chalk, right? It was yeah, in red. Chalk. I thought it was in red the first time too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It was like Eleanor, please uh, help, please come home, Eleanor. Eleanor yeah. 
And Eleanor's like, oh my God, it knows my name. And they're like, it knows everybody's name. Relax. It's fine. <laughs> it knows we're here. The house knows everyone's like, name. Like, I've literally been about? screaming each other's name for the past day and a half. And she's like, okay, but DeWall don't say everybody's name. DeWall <laughs> say my name. It's true. And then she started blaming everybody. Yeah. Even her um, new boo. Uh, <laughs> what's her name? Theodora? Yeah. And Theodora was like, maybe you wrote it. Like, right. Down, and she pissed Theodore off. I mean, Eleanor off. Theodore's so bad. Like, I hear you be talking to yourself. You did it, bitch. <laughs> and she got him so mad. And she's like, oh, maybe she's trying to get me mad so I won't be scared. And she's like, no, that's not what she was doing at all. She's just being a douche. And I'm like, okay, girl. This mm-hmm. is when I start realizing that her, she don't got all her marbles. Her elevator don't go to the top floor, friends. Mm-hmm. She is one fry short of a happy meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because she gets so upset. She's like, no, that's not what she's doing. And they're like, oh, Theodora, thank you. Because we realized what she's doing. We thought y'all was about to fight. <laughs> and Eleanor's like, I will fight her, though. Like, <laughs> y'all was just in love five seconds ago. And now she hate her. She don't want her talking <laughs> to her. She don't want her talking about how, her. oh, we're probably family because some of our family yeah. members are yeah. similar. Oh, yeah, when I was outside. She's like, do you have an aunt? And then she's like... No, I have an aunt, whatever. She's like, did you do this? And she's like, no. And they're like, anyways, we're cousins. We're cousins. Our lives are so similar. We're definitely cousins. Uh And after all that, she's going to turn around and be like, you fucking wrote this shit. It freaked me out. So they calm down, decide to lay down. But when they go upstairs, the same message is written on Theodora's wall, but in blood. Mm Mm-hmm. But when she calls Eleanor to come, and Eleanor's like, what is it? And Theodora's like, what does it look like, you fool? (laughs) (laughs) That really sad. She's like, I'll never forgive her for this. <laughs> this is unforgivable. Act. Like, what are you talking about? Oh okay, but gosh. she is written right there in blood. Like, and what are you? And it's pretty big. So as soon as you enter the room, I'm sure you could have seen it. So really, what does it look like? And and she said it smelled like blood. Mm-hmm. And it was all over. The blood was all over her clothes. It was written like. And then they called a doctor and Luke, but. Eleanor is like, relax. It's not all over the place. It's not even that deep. <laughs> she's she's just making a big skeptical of it. It's fine. And it's like, isn't it like all of her clothes? Her clothes are over <laughs> And also the like ripped off the hangers and everything. Yeah, all her on clothes floor. on the floor. And the doctor is like, oh, you're taking this surprisingly well. She was like, this is just so ridiculous. I can't be scared. This don't even make no sense. I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> The house is going to eat you. The hell is you talking about right now? <laughs> <laughs> or go home. Help. Right. Dang, your sister dead or something. I don't know. She Do did something. not care. Go home. Do something. She did not care. Why? Why was her first thought not to leave and go home? I don't know if it's because I listened to the book and didn't read it. But I wasn't like... This did not feel like a climactic moment to me. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's everybody's reaction. The only person who was like, she's like, Theodora, don't make such a fuss. And Theodora was just like calm. She was just upset. Her clothes were ruined. Yeah. And I think everybody's reaction was just like, oh, man, this is crazy. Theodora will move into your room. She'll wear your clothes from now on. Yeah. And, like, it was just like. They, ch- they too chill about that. Yeah, nobody cared. Like, I'm going to need y'all to like, be more concerned about your livelihood. I think, it, and then Dr. Montague, the whole time, it's just like, don't feed into it. Like, I thought the point is you want everybody's like genuine reaction. Yeah. Exactly. And he was like, take notes. 
at one point, but I don't think nobody took notes. They was taking notes. They were. Theodora talks about how stupid it was or something uh, like that at one point in time. I mean, they were taking. He said that they were taking very poorly notes, but <laughs> so. now was that the same night? I think hours later, where Eleanor heard the where she said like a kid crying or something or like a child yeah, crying. She was like, "They're uh, what did she say?" They're hurting a child, and yeah. she won't let them hurt a child. Yeah. And it was all, honestly, in her head, maybe. And the lights were off, and why were the lights off? Because they had left the lights on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was weird. It was honestly weird. And that was, like, the only thing that happened. And then they kind of skipped. Okay. <laughs> like, nothing really happened. It was like, oh, they went, they talked. I think her and Luke, Eleanor and Luke talked for a little bit, and then it skips to when... John's wife comes. But then they get interested because at some point in time, or is this later? I don't know. The time frame in this is so weird. Yeah, they just skip a lot for no reason. I would just also like to say at some point in time, they look, he kind of just throw in there that maybe or maybe not Theodora and Luke slept together because Luke had Theodora's stockings. <laughs> and that's all they say. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, fool. And he was just like, a key, key, key. And then they just move on. He said he needed a souvenir, so maybe they did sleep together. They never like really talk about it. They kinda just skip over it. I feel like at midway through writing this book, she was like, I wanna put a love interest in here. (laughs) But (laughs) see was it she changed her mind about that? And it's just bits and pieces of people liking each other. She just keep randomly bringing it up over and over again. Mm -hmm. Because even after I don't know if it's before or after his wife come. But basically, Eleanor's like, I'm such a fool. Um, mm-hmm. He don't like me like that. Because he talked to him for like a, a minute, right? Because they were sitting there talking. And she was like, oh, yeah. this is the first time I talked to a man in forever. <laughs> yeah, she's like, tell me something only I could know. And then he told her something like that he didn't have no mom. And that how he just really wanted a woman to like tell him what to do and tell him, make him grow up. And... Oh, so is that the part later? And she goes back and she's like, I'm such a fool. I spoke to him in the, wherever they was mm-hmm. at. And Theodora's just like, yeah, girl. <laughs> like, how do you feel? Like, is she co-signing the whole time foolery, like, in her head? Because I was like, did they sleep together too? I got so confused. It was so hard to pay attention. Hey, just up with both of them. And Eleanor called him boring. I'm like, Gary, this is your first time leaving the house in 11 years. Who's really boring? <laughs> she did call him boring and selfish. Yeah. So. That's crazy because I do think that happened after the wife came. Okay, mm-hmm. so his wife came. But I think what happened right before his wife came is Eleanor and Theodora, they had went outside and did a little more book. exploring. And yeah. that's when they found themselves in the like the the little oh, fancy yeah, the dream kind of thing. Because that's... That's um that's where it transitioned weird because he read that book that book about heaven and hell or whatever it had pictures in it yeah he found it in the library or something. yeah and like it was so weird and dark and at the end he wrote in his blood and then he was like it's a blood pack you want to know what's crazy they didn't get creeped out by this invisible dog or nothing else or sounds knocking on the door. But they got creeped out by a picture of hell. And the blood. The, the blood packed in the but book. But not the blood written on the wall. No, because they was like, he made a blood packed with his small <laughs> children? <laughs> they didn't even have a choice. <laughs> so, that's what, weird. 
but it was to one of his daughters the whole chapter was dedicated to one of his daughters telling her Mm -hmm. that she don't need to be selfish Mm -hmm. and worldly (laughs) like the whole chapter of the book with pictures of hell and bible scriptures Mm -hmm. like it just Mm -hmm. was so chaotic packs and blood it it was just weird and then after that's when they had that weird vision where they like see the family yeah having a picnic Mm -hmm. but then they realized it wasn't fake and they start running yeah there was something in the behind them and theodora was like don't look back just run yeah Mm. they they're running they literally run right into the so you never find out what was even behind them nope they don't good. say what they was run into a gate and they like trying to get out and then they get out and they run back into the kitchen mm-hmm. to the back door. Was Miss Dudley in the kitchen? <laughs> it was a damn bunny rabbit. Was Miss Dudley in the kitchen? <laughs> Make, what time was it? <laughs> I think it was still midday. Was she making lunch? Because <laughs> you know, you know what time lunch goes out yeah, at I'll, one. I feel like if Miss Dudley was there, she would have said, like, what y'all doing here? It's not six. Get out. <laughs> Why everybody's running. I don't, th- I don't know if she was there or not. But I think she was in the kitchen and she looking was. at them like they were stupid. Mm-hmm. But also, I know that Dr. Montague and Luke end up inside because I think they hear them screaming they or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, well, what happened? And I don't think they fully explained what happened. They were just kind of like family picnic bank yeah. shadow and then that's all they got out of them yeah and then i think after that they all kind of were like just quietly hanging out in the parlor and then that's when his wife came <laughs> being spicy boy honestly no it was after dinner. dinner because the wife was like wow i don't have no dinner and he's like dinner is at six and we didn't think he was coming <laughs> and she's like what do you mean I came here for dinner. He's like, well, the dinner is in the sideboard because dinner is at six. Listen, it's at a timely fashion. If we don't do it at six, we don't get dinner. <laughs> if you got a fucking problem, you go talk to Miss Dudley, bitch. And she was surely like, and tomorrow I'm talking to Miss Dudley. Who is carrying to... these bags? Because Arthur got the bags and Arthur's not carrying his own bags. Also, who the, like, they never explain what relation she or... Dr. Montague had with Arthur. He was just a random person that drove her up there. Who was the headmaster of a school. With a gun. With a gun. Yo. <laughs> with a gun. That made no sense. Yo. He was like, just in case y'all needed to know, I'm strapped. He had that thing on him. I'm like, it's a haunted house, friend. Like, what are you going to do with a ghost? I mean, gonna, like, in a gun. You going to shoot the air? He was like, if y'all hear gunshots, just duck. He said some shit like that. He was like, don't be alarmed or some shit if y'all hear gunshots. Like, no. I need uh, to know. He in charge of people, children. Honestly, <laughs> but they literally had only been in the house, what, a couple of days at this point. Mm-hmm. And she's come, she comes in and she's like, you've gotten nothing done. What have you been doing? Where are your notes? Who even are these imbeciles that you got in this house? <laughs> exactly. She was just... You have you not seen any ghosts? Oh my god, <laughs> Arthur, come on, let's go set set the whatever to set pinch. everything up. And then she asks to be fake Ouija room board where, it's where most stuff thinks the most stuff goes on and everything. Mm-hmm. They put her straight in the nursery. Then she's mad because it's cold. Then she's mad because it's stuffy and it smells like mold. I'm like, girl, this an old haunted house. If his wife, whoever she is, was like all spiritual or whatever, like a psychic or whatever. Why didn't he bring her there the first damn time? She was supposed to come. Oh. She was supposed to come and stay the whole time with them. Oh, okay. But she had to do something. What was it? I think it was something like yoga. Yeah. How long did they have yoga session? I don't know, but she just couldn't come. 
And then she didn't want to drive herself, so then she came with Arthur, so then she could only stay a few days because Arthur had to go home. Because mm-hmm. he's a headmaster and he needs to get back but I'm by starting Tuesday. To, and he's like, oh, you brought Arthur. Like, And I'm like, who? Girl, Arthur. <laughs> yes, Arthur is my lover. There? Like honestly, I think Arthur is definitely her lover. Arthur is her um, side chick. <laughs> honestly, but then that night, do, doesn't the doctor like the the wife goes off to her room, Arthur goes off to his room, yeah, and then the doctor pulls everybody into his, yeah, he's like his everybody room. quit quietly, <laughs> so <laughs> she don't hear, don't let her hear. Come on, <laughs> and then the begging starts. Yeah. While they're drinking brandy, of course. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it because. always happens around the brandy. Which I was so confused at this point because then the baking starts and then the the rattling of the door and then it says it's like the floor gave out and they fell. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the doctor keeps wanting to go get his wife and they're like, no, don't don't open it. <laughs> nope, she don't won't go open get it. it. They're like, your wife is not gonna open the door. It's fine. Don't go get her. Don't open it. Honestly, door. I fully believe she would have opened the door. She was the first one to be like, I want to make contact with you. We're friends. We're friends. I, it's pure love in my yeah. heart. Mm-hmm. She definitely would open that damn door. She would have opened the door. First. Absolutely, she would have. She would have opened the door. Got everybody killed. Honestly, yeah. But then I don't know. Eleanor kind of just like blacks out. Yeah. But then they wake up and Luke got like a freaking scratch or something and like. And the the floors are fine. They aren't. They're just in the bed. She's in the bed with Theodore sleeping. And she's like, "What happened?" And Theodore said, "The house went dancing." Yeah. Is this before or after the Ouija board? Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> the Ouija you see board. How it's, the no, it's before the Ouija board. Okay. Yeah. It's before the Ouija board. The Ouija board is the next day. So after all that happens, they wake up. Then they go to breakfast. Mm-hmm. Then that's when, um, I don't know what her name is, but Mrs. Montague sets up her own version of the Ouija board. Yeah, I forgot what it's called. It started with a P. Yeah, I don't remember what it was called either. Mm-hmm. Um, her and Arthur. Yep, because Arthur asks the questions, and then she's, she reads the Ouija board and everything, yeah. and she tells the questions. So there's something about a nun. Hey, yeah. Like- Which I don't understand. She said it points to a nun, and Dr. Montague was like, I don't think a nun has anything to do with this. And she's like, oh, why don't you listen to me? It points to the nun. <laughs> and there's nuns and monks in a lot of houses. And once you see a nun or a monk, honey, <laughs> that's how you know things are going to get real. That uh, Ouija board was getting on my nerves. Uh, he was like, "What do you want?" So he was like, "Mama, lost. Where mama. the hell is Mama? <laughs> lost. Home. Yeah. Home. She kept being home. But then it was like, and what's the name? And it was like Helen, Ellen, or Eleanor. Mm. <laughs> I mean, and Eleanor was like, oh, okay. <laughs> They're like, it couldn't be this Eleanor because she's still alive. And this she- definitely can't be your mother." I just want to take a brief intermission and let the audience know that Manaya's drink is empty and me and Jasmine <laughs> still have half a cup left. <laughs> Why y'all drinking so slow? Because <laughs> we got a lot to go through, okay? We want to be awoke. Is, is it called Sips and Spoils? Yes or You're no? right. Let me, let me take another sip. I apologize. But, uh, yeah. Continue, Manaya, as they we take find, sips. Is this like the part where. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> is this the part where um, it's like some type of underground uh, yeah. den or some She's shit? She's like, we need, to do, we need to dig up the. Uh, in the cellar. In the cellar. And he's like, we can't dig up in the cellar. 
And she's like, no, because we need to dig up in the cellar. That, uh, and they're like, oh, no, we can't dig up the cellar. The, it's not uh, his house. She's the, just running it. First yes. of all, this is not our house. Second of all, have you met Miss Dudley? <laughs> <laughs> she is not going to love digging the motherfucking cellar. Third of all, have you met the Sandersons? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then his wife was just like, well, I thought you wanted the truth. I thought you wanted answers. We have to dig up the cellar. <laughs> he's like... Ma'am, can you please chill? We cannot go digging around in someone else's fucking house. You're just renting it. We do not own it. Everybody's like, your life's so lovely. <laughs> He's like, she's only like this when it comes to these things. She's everything else. She's very chill. She takes care of me. It's fine. It's cool. She's great. And she's like, you never listen to me. You always think I do everything wrong. Like, oh, this is getting a little too personal for me. <laughs> oh, so it's crazy. And then it's this. Is that the only thing that happens that day? Honestly, does anything else really happen until Eleanor loses her shit? Honestly, I think that's the only thing. And then it goes to, it's just some other random stuff that don't make any sense. And then it goes to at night where Eleanor decides she wants to book to read, which doesn't make sense because she said she bought books. She bought a book and also she hates the library. Because for some reason it reminds her of her mom. Exactly. So, but then she literally gets out of her room in the middle of the night to go to the library to get books. Do they ever? But she hears a voice or like something. She's like, "Mom, mom," and she starts going to bang on the doors. But then Miss Montague answered, and she like, "No, she wouldn't be in there with Mrs. Montague." So then she start banging on Arthur's door, and she bangs on everybody's doors and go running. Sis, play nigga not. Before we get to that. This is another reason why I didn't like this book because what happened to the den? What happened to the nun and the monk or whatever they were looking for? They never brought that back up or explained anything else about that. They just jumped into a whole nother part. I don't think that had anything to do with anything. I think that was and just that's, Mrs. Montague. That's my point. They keep adding random shit that has but nothing to do with the Mrs. story. Mrs. Montague came there to ghost hunt. <laughs> and he just came there to see the psychological cool effects of living in a haunted house on people. Yeah. And she got hot and was like, well, I'm going to take this Ouija board in there and we're going to see what's in here. And- <laughs> anyway, so then, like we were saying, she like is baking on everybody's doors and everything and everybody's slowly waking up. But then she's like, she can't let them find her. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Like, why? Like, what does it matter if they find you? And then she's running all over the house. So at this point, everybody in the house has woken up. No, Theodora then goes to Eleanor's room to see if she's awake. And then she starts screaming because Eleanor isn't in her bed. So then she gathers everybody and is like, yo, Eleanor is not in her bed. We have to go find her. She can't be in the house alone and it's dark. Yeah, so she starts running down the stairs and around a veranda. And then finally she runs into the library and like Luke sees her or Dr. Montague or something like that sees her mm-hmm. and then she like runs up the stairs into a very rickety little um kind of walkway thing it right. wasn't in that where that girl who originally had gotten the house died <clears throat> where she hung herself it was the girl who um inherited the house from the sister the sister she hung, that's where she hung herself so that's where she finds herself and it's very unstable what you uh, i was gonna say like what's this isn't this the part um where she was also running away from people yeah, yeah. okay so she first knock on everybody door like a maniac 
And then she runs. She's like, oh, look, about to find me. Let me run over here. I'm like, bitch, what is wrong with you? It's <laughs> wrong with her. Yeah. She said like three times, like, oh, they're going to catch me. Let me go. I'm like, what? What's like, wrong? literally, what? Who's possessing you right now? And uh, this book got confusing. They spent mad long chasing her, too. Yeah. It's a good like, minute. By the time they, they finally her. catch her and, like, She's like, oh, no, I need to get out. She starts trying to open this little door. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, you can't get out there. And Luke had to go get her. Yeah. And by the time they do all of this, it's daytime. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he's the one who went up top that tower part, right? Yeah, to go yeah. get her. He was like, <laughs> he was and I'm like, not going to do it again. So. He was like, it's like, everything in me did not let you fall off this shit because I ain't got time. <laughs> I got time messing with your crazy ass. Uh-huh. I'm going to push you myself. Yeah. So the doctor was like, I think you should leave. And she was like, no, why do you think that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was kind of hugging, but like, please don't kick me out. Yeah. I want to stay. The house wants me to stay. Let me stay. Nah, I think you need to go. Yeah. <laughs> and Theodora's like, don't you want to go back home to your apartment with your two lions in front of your fireplace and your cat? She was like, I do, but I still also stole my sister's car. And I don't want to deal with that, so I'm just going to stay. But also, I don't even have none of that. I live in my sister's daughter's room on the cot. Right. I lied. I lied also, about didn't everything. she want to go live with Theodora? She was like, I want to go with home with you. Oh, Take yeah, me I home with you. about that part. Yeah, she's like, I want to move in. I think I'm just following you home. And Theodora's like, no. <laughs> Follow me home, man. You know what we forgot to tell the people? That she literally wanted to kill Theodora at some point in time. Oh yeah, she was like, "Should I kill this?" Song? She was like, "I want to. I want rocks to fall on her head. I want to see her dead." When she started thinking that, it was when, um, the second time Theodora's name was no Eleanor's name was written on yeah. Theodora's above Theodora's bed. That's yeah. when the- Eleanor oh, was like, "It was when they went down mm-hmm. downstairs and was hanging out in the park." And the crazy part about that, right before she started um, thought about killing her. She was like, nah, it wasn't Theodore. And then she jumped right back into, like, I'm going to murder her. Right. Like, what? <laughs> and then, like, the next day she was like, I want to move in with you. Please take me home with you. I'm like, please make up your mind, man. I'll get a job. I won't be a bother. And yes. Theodore's like, girl, don't you know not to go where you not want it? After she told her <laughs> that she couldn't come with her, like, four times. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I've never been waiting anywhere. Like, what are you talking about? I don't care if I'm wanted where I go. <laughs> Nobody's ever wanted me. <laughs> they fall Jesus. in and out. <laughs> but no, she was crazy though. Like, and then didn't Mrs. Montague said that she'd called her sister? Yes. And that she was expecting her home and everything with the car? Uh, with the car. Heavy on the car. Because the first thing she asked is, is the car okay? <laughs> she gave no fucks about her sister. She's like, is my car okay? And she was like, it's very odd that the first thing your sister asked about was the car. But cool. Yeah, she wants you to come home. Sis did not want her to come home. She wanted her car back. She did not care. She <laughs> was like, you can stay at the mansion. Just bring my just, car back. Just send the car and we'll be cool. And poor Nelly, she didn't own anything. She was like, everything I own is in my back seat. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. And she was like, no, you can't kick me out. The house wants me to stay. I can't go. I don't have nowhere to go. And they're like, pull up the car, pack her bags. They like, put her in the car. And then she's saying goodbye to everybody. And... <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Montague was like, "Y'all are really drawing this whole thing out. Yes. It's not that deep, girl. She Just said get in the car like home." Fifteen times. Bye. Bye. She was the dude. Like, all right, Bye. time to get her out of here. Thank Go. you for inviting me, Luke. You've been great. 
Theodora. Theodora comes running down the stairs. Theodora. <laughs> and Theodora's like, I didn't think you were going to say goodbye to me. And I was like, oh my God. Yes, it was like, uh, you know, I'm going to write you letters. We'll see each other. And maybe again. one day we could come back and do our picnic. Like, girl, y'all not coming back to this house. I hope not. Somebody should have took her home. Somebody. Nobody could take her home because they like she needed to cut all ties with Hill House mm-hmm. expeditiously. Yeah. But somebody should have got a car with her uh-huh. just to make sure she was okay. Because she wasn't. She, she was wasn't not. okay after she said goodbye twenty times. She did. She didn't even get in the car because Doctor Montague had to literally grab her arm and drag her and put her in the car and shut the door for her to go in the car. And she was like, okay, I'm going to drive down the street. And they're going to watch me for as long as their eyes can see. And then at some point in time, they're not going to be able to see me. Ha ha. I'm going to come back to the house because I'm not leaving the house. That's dead what I thought she was going to do. But then that's not what she did. She was chaotic. Because she drove her car into a tree. Just straight right into a tree. Just bam. But she was driving her car into the tree with purpose until she was like, wait. Why? What is happening? What the fuck and then by the end, it was too late. The car was in the tree. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially the end of the book. Yeah. Literally, the doctor I think was the last like, chapter. Everybody goes home. Yeah, everybody went home, went their separate uh, ways. Luke went to Paris. Mm-hmm. Theodore went back to her little spot. <laughs> And the Sanderson's was very happy that they got out because they didn't want to have to call the lawyers. When they started doing the, like, how they life in part, I was like, is this book really over? Like, that's it? That was literally, <laughs> like, and I just really don't even understand. Like, who was, like, was it Theodora causing, I mean, Eleanor causing all of this? Yeah, because at first, I, when she was, like, knocking on people's doors and running around, I was like, was he the ghost the whole time? Am I missing something here? Honestly, or? if we're going to discuss spoilers, so sorry, Jasmine, to spoilers for you um, early in life. But when you find out in the Haunted of Hill House, okay, I think I can say this without spoilers. In the show, once you find out who was the ghost mm-hmm. that was, like, terrorizing the family in mm-hmm. the show, it kind of gives the same. Yeah. But this book wasn't like that, though. This book. But I'm saying she might have like been this. the ghost banging on the doors. But she killed herself, though. But she might have been the ghost banging on the doors. Plot she twist. She's the girl who moved in with the older sister. <laughs> but Possessing an old body. So, so, didn't you see the but, show? Because, yeah, I saw the show. But the book. She was in the room with Theodore when the other ghost was banging on the door, though. Okay, so then we going to um, <laughs> if you ain't seen the show, uh, skip forward. It. Don't spoil it. Skip it's forward. called spoil. Spoil it. This is uh, if you do for not books. want to know what happened at the end of the show, <laughs> just turn it off now. Okay, don't turn it off now. Um, because we're gonna discuss what book we're reading next. So skip forward like a minute, cause I'm gonna keep this cute. All right, skip for it right now. So basically, at the end of the show, you find out that the person, the ghost, the broke neck ghost terrorizing the family is the mom. And the mom lived in the house the whole time. Like the mom was alive. Mm-hmm. And it started terrorizing her. She was terrorizing the whole family. Mm-hmm. But like from the future. <laughs> Yes, exactly. So this is what I'm saying. She could have been the person banging on the doors. Yeah, okay. That makes a little sense. Okay. 
that's probably about the only thing that makes sense in this book because I yeah. was hella confused the from start to finish. Yeah. Just confused. I thought that too, but the way the book is set up, it just don't make sense. The book like, don't make no sense. What was the point of driving yourself into the car if you're already dead, if you're already a ghost? Like, did but, she possess someone else and have them kill them? No. Because they say everyone else lived happily ever after or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, so. just her. But she also said by the time she drove her car into the tree, like, by the time she got, like, was really doing it, that she was like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the spoiler's over. Yeah. Wow. But this this book ain't make no sense to me. I hated it. It was horrible to read. Didn't the good, like, wasn't the good reads, like, I wasted my life reading this. Yeah. Literally the review, she was like, it is nothing compared to the Netflix original series. I wasted at least three hours of my life reading this book. I couldn't get book. past the three hours. Like, the book is complete opposite of the Netflix show. And the Netflix show is, like, really good. Wow, what do you rate it? So, the uh, Netflix show or no, the book? No, the book. I get this book a uh, strong 2.5 out of 10. Because <laughs> in some parts of it, I was like, it was interesting. She could have done yeah. something better with everything she had. But it just was down the hill for me. Once I fall asleep on the first chapter, I knew it wasn't going to be good. And you know what's crazy? I was listening to it mm-hmm. because I was trying to read it, but like literally, I kept having to read the same page over and over again because yeah. my brain was just like, no, <laughs> like no. She kept kept skipping over things, and I had to rewind it. Like, did I miss something? When we were sitting here in the three hours, we mm-hmm. had to rewind it multiple times because everybody was confused. But also reading it, like I know that was horrible. <laughs> and it's like so hard because Jasmine had the same issue. We kept having to read the same things over and over yeah. again because. Like, it was just not making sense at all. And it was just not. Like, have you ever read a book? And, like, you start reading it, and you don't know why, but you just can't. Yeah. Like, your brain is just like, no. Yeah. That's what it was like for me. So then I was like, I'm going to just listen to it. So anyways, I'm getting the money back for the book. I'm returning it. What you rate it out of a 10? I feel like. Yeah, probably like a, a 2.5. 2.5. Honestly, I really like a 2. It a just, two. I, and it's weird because I've never read a mystery book that I didn't like. That's literally yeah. right up my alley. Yeah. And I just did not like it. Quick intermission to oh. tell the readers that Manaya is now pouring her fourth cup. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but while pouring her fourth cup, she Why spilled you- it all over the damn couch. Oh my brand couch. new couch. <laughs> keep lying on me i, I would like this couch say, this is not even my whole second cup because i made half a cup to taste i drank half of that yeah, can you clean that spot off my couch it's not on your <laughs> couch it's on my notebook <laughs> it's on my it's on my one page of notes that i took about this book and my couch is white i'm lying it's gray but it's not <laughs> And it's dark gray, friends. It's not even like light gray. He's a liar. Anyway, they be lying so, about me. It's not four cups. Oh, my God. It's yeah, not this, four cups. So, while Manaya pours her fourth cup. Me and Parker um, are almost book, on the same amount of drink. This book... Yeah, this book was boring. It was boring. 
on top of it being boring, because they, they just rambled a lot about random shit. Like, you could have told me she was crazy without her doing so much <laughs> rambling. Like, really. Um, and on top of it being boring, it was, like, confusing the way it was written. So, uh, yeah. I'm it sticking with my not I don't like it. Favorite one of mine. <laughs> but anyway, in the next podcast, we're going to be reading Murder on the Orient Express. By Agatha Christie, and I'm excited because she's been labeled the queen of horror, or queen of mystery, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited. I, I've read a couple of, of her books, and just fucking love them. Just could not put them down. They were just really good. I love them. I mean, I guess, what is y'all favorite horror, like, or mystery vampire kind of books? Because we're, we're doing spooky season books right now. Mm-hmm. We're fully into spooky season. Even so, though it's September. The first... I'm not really... I don't really like horror because it don't scare me or anything like that. But I think, like, the first time I saw something horror and mystery was, like... uh, It was a while ago. And it was, like, on AMC or whatever channel that showed black and white shows, um, little movies. And it was, like, pretty much the premises of this book. Everybody got invited to this house or some shit like that. And somebody got murdered, and they tried to figure out who the murderer was. It's basic mystery. I, I can't oh, yeah. remember the name of it, but mm. it's kind of like what every mystery from that time period is based off of. Somebody's in the house as a murderer, and they're trying to figure out who it was. Ooh. But if I could find like the name of it or something similar to it. You seen that episode of The Simpsons? Hmm? <laughs> you seen that episode <laughs> of The Simpsons? Yeah. <laughs> and like every cartoon copies it in some way it's kind of I guess it's like the book we're about to read next but oh in the house Agatha Christie actually has a book like that it's probably her book <laughs> I think it's called cause I've read it I literally read that shit in like Murder at the days. Vicarage mm-hmm. which one um and then there were none oh I read that shit in like three days cause I was so into it and I just I was also on vacation and I talked to absolutely no one I said don't talk to me well, I'm trying to read this damn book. Mm-hmm. And it just, every hour, every single second of, like, the last three days, I was reading that book. It was so good. Yeah. What's your favorite? Well, I think you just said your favorite. <laughs> Actually, surprisingly, my favorite book is not a horror book. Uh-huh. Considering how much I read horror mystery, it's not a mystery or horror book. Okay, so what's your favorite horror, horror book? Ooh. I don't think I... Or movie. I love rewatching. The one thing I actually rewatch every single Halloween is the Screams movie. All four of them. I love them. I don't know why. I just... I've rewatched them since literally they came out. Fucking just kept rewatching them every single summer. What is my favorite? Candyman is my favorite scary movie. Candyman. (laughs) Yeah. And also, uh, I want y'all all to go out and watch... <laughs> um, what is that movie called? The one with Omarion and Marcus Houston. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen that? How high? Three. <laughs> <laughs> he just pulled that out. Just. I'm sorry. I don't even, him. There's not even a How High Three. Was it a comedy movie? No, it was a horror. Is it like a comedy I, horror? My best friend is gonna be so disappointed in me because we've seen this movie so many times. 
But basically, it's Omarion and Marcus Houston and their friends. They're girlfriends, and then they have, like, four more friends. Like, they're mm-hmm. all couples, and they go into this house, and, like, they half of the friend group get kidnapped because they decide to go, like, have sex in the woods. Mm-hmm. And they don't because they black girlfriends was like, nah, that's how you get killed, friends. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally the whole movie is them being like, we are black, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, somebody help me. Somebody All of y'all go watch Somebody stop. Help Me. Because why was I thinking that? Because I used to watch that. I've never seen that. I haven't seen it in Please. years. Please. It is one of the I'm worst movies it. ever. Please watch it. Okay. It I'm going to like it then. <laughs> it's, it's like, as a kid, I love that movie. As an yeah. adult. <laughs> But the premise of it is so good. Like, yeah. the plot, unlike the things that happen, like, the horror part of it is, mm-hmm. like, so good like once you yeah. see how like people start getting murdered and like tortured yeah. like it is nuts i like what's i'm gonna call it um cabin fever the action picture i know what you're talking about but i haven't seen it i, love I, that yeah, movie. I know what you're talking about but i don't think i've seen it i don't watch too watch many it. horror films i love that movie um and i the most recent one i like as far as series goes a quiet place is good a Quiet Place oh, is that so was really good. good. Only thing about the movie though, you got to watch it in theaters, or you got to have like a really good sound system because it's not the same. Half the movie, you can't even hear shit. So. Yeah, I watched it in the movies. I wanted to go see the second one, and I haven't. Is that still a movie? You haven't seen it yet? No. Oh. Why? What you doing Saturday morning? Oh. Um, <laughs> I think it's on Paramount Plus. I'm gonna use my free trial. We can watch it. Okay. Yeah. Well, because I'm that. childish. Because I was about to say, um, let's. Oh, we should do that on Sunday, friends. Okay. What else we got to do? We got. We can watch that, and we got to watch Cabin Fever. And we can watch that movie. Honestly, <laughs> we're gonna start our. We're gonna uh, start our spooky on. season off early. Yeah. That's yeah. how you get everything done. You start it in September. Yeah. Yes. But right now we're gonna finish Squid Games. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. So let's sign off. Bye, yeah. guys. We got to go for these good games. <laughs> you should watch it if you haven't watched it. It's so fucking good. <laughs> All right, guys. This has been Parker. Manaya. Jazz. And this has been... Sips and Spoils. <laughs> Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye. Bye.